The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Unity in World Religions is a book by longtime Unity minister Paul John Roach that connects the dots between Unity teachings and the tenets of the world's religions. Get your copy today at unity.org slash worldreligions. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome everyone to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream Kelly Sullivan Walden, and I'm so grateful to be with you here on Unity Online Radio. The number to call if you have a question about your dreams or about what's going on with our beloveds on the other side. That's a that's a big sentence right there. Let's just pause for a moment. The number is 816-251-3555. So this is going to be a deep, deep, deep show. I mean, we normally go pretty darn deep, but this we're going to go way deep. So just put on your big girl britches and your big boy boxers because you're going to need them. (laughs) So without further ado, let me let me just we have a great guest. Let me just tell you that her name's Sherry Dillard, and I'm going to bring her out officially in a few moments. But she is a world renowned medium and um, she's had over 50,000 readings with people who have lost their beloveds. And um, she is a bridge between worlds. So we all have someone on the side, or we soon will if we don't. I can't imagine anyone listening to this doesn't have at least one person on the other side that they're curious about, or you're curious about your own journey to the other side. So this is the show is, is going to address things that we deeply need to answer for ourselves if we're going to live lives of peace and power. So let's just do a little quick prayer as we normally do here. So I invite you to turn within for a moment and take a couple of deep breaths. Just allow yourself to get centered and unplug from any multitasking if you possibly can. Let go, let go, let go, and even let go of your attachment to what you think you already know about life after quote-unquote death, life after life, about what goes on on the other side, even about your dreams, about your departed loved ones. Just for a moment, let's let that go so that we can experience something new, maybe something more than what we've already heard or experienced. Perhaps we're on the frontier of a whole new set of learning, a whole new curriculum about how to best navigate our lives, how to respectfully maintain and grow our relationships with those on the other side and what that means for us, because we're all, we're all, we all have an expiration date. As much as I hate to be the bearer of those of that news, actually, I kind of love being the bearer of that news because what goes on on the other side is, I believe it is a blessing. There's nothing to be afraid. 
uh, but fear itself. So let's just be willing to step inside of a great space of alchemy today to really, truly release any of the creepy, scary feelings that we have about that, about our about what's happening with us down the line or any minute now, you never know. Let's just make friends with that. Let's let today be the day that we do that. So let's take a big, deep breath, filling ourselves up with the light and the and the peace that passes human understanding. Let's let it filter through and fill up any of the places that have been holding on with white knuckles. Let's just release all of that coming into this brand new present moment where we are fearless, where we are empowered, where we are awake, and where we are a bridge ourselves between worlds and between realms, between dreams and this world. Let's just be a bridge together. Let's all just nickname ourselves Bridget. That's that's the order of the day. And with that, we just, in gratitude, we release this, let it go and open up to the miracles and the blessings that are in store for us today. Thank you so much, Unity Online Radio, Diane Ray, Louie and Jeff. Thank you, everyone, bringing this show to us. Thank you, Nancy T, for being my partner in Shine. Thank you, even Denise Carter, who is our faithful, faithful additional Mm -hmm. co-host on this show. And thank you in advance to Sherry Dillard for shining so much light for us today. And for this, I say thank you. And so it is. Amen. Ah, woman. Ah, dreams. Okay. Nancy T. Hello, honey. I've missed you. Hi, Bridget. (laughs) <laughs> Hi, Bridget. Nancy T, a.k.a. Bridget. This is the Bridget Society. I think we need to do that. I like it. I like my new name. And Bridget Bardot will be like our spokesperson or our icon. She, That's know, right. She makes it seem so like pouty and sexy. I like that. Let's be bridges. Mm-hmm. Instead of bridging the gap being like this scary thing, let's make it a Bridget Bardot kind of a thing. Okay, so what dream goddess did you pick for us today from the empowerment deck oh i picked a good one it's durga the goddess of divine forces oh i think we need her today all right bring it i think what she got to say all right she says you are mighty multifaceted multi-talented and multi-dimensional a renaissance woman that shouldn't be pigeonholed or held back You can be all that you came here to be and then some, but when you feel you're spinning too many plates, drop the ones of lesser value and focus on what's most essential to your soul's calling. All right, will do. Okay. So on that note, let me just tell you a little bit about our amazing guest, Sherry Dillard. Her book is I'm Still With You, Communicate, Heal, and Evolve with Your Loved One on the Other Side. (sighs) The timing couldn't be better. Um, I'm so excited. All right, so here we go. She's the best-selling author of Discover Your Psychic Type, and You Are a Medium. She's been a professional medium, psychic, and medical intuitive for over 30 years and has given over, as I said before, 50,000 readings worldwide. Sherry taught intuition development for Duke University continuing studies and leads workshops and classes on spiritual development and spiritual healing nationally and internationally. She lives in Durham, North Carolina. Her website is sherrydillard.com. That's Sherry with two R's and an I and an E. 
SherryDillard.com. And she also was in, um, she also helped close a, it was, she was on a national television show for her work with the police detectives and helping to solve the Stephanie Bennett cold case murder. Okay, so without further ado, Sherry Dillard, welcome to the Ask Dr. Hi. Dream Show. Hi. Hello. Hello good to be from here. the other side, as mm. Adele would say. Oh, my heavens. So we have so much to unpack with you. I barely even know where to start. Let's just let's just get a little bit of your background and how you how you tiptoed into this realm or how you just found yourself smack dab as the bridge between worlds. Well, um, I from a young age um, was able to I had a, a sister who passed over who um, I actually Mm. never, I didn't know her. She was older than me and she passed over um, just as a baby. So I was born very soon after she passed over. And um, I guess it began with her that I just always kind of saw her, felt her, knew she was close. And um, that just kind of spread out even more into being able to um, be aware of other relatives who had passed over. And then as I got older, I would just start receiving messages from and see people, uh, see other loved ones. So it wasn't, um, it's never been a strange thing for me because I, that's kind of, I grew up with it. So um, the transition into the work doing this was very easy for me in that way. And I, that's why I started very young was um, I was, you know, people just started asking me and asking me and I went ahead and worked in that way. So it just transitioned into full-time occupation, which I hadn't really sat down and thought that's what I'm going to be. It was more, <laughs> I became it as the time went on. Mm. That's the best when your occupation chooses you and you don't have to yeah, go after it. You just right. surrender to it. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not sure who's going to be listening to this show. <clears throat> if anybody in my close inner realm is ever listening, but so I, I kind of hope they're not, but <laughs> if they are um, a lot of people who know me know that I'm my, one of my best friends um, is on the bridge right now. She's, she's, she, you know, a miracle could happen at any moment and she might outlive us mm-hmm. all. You never know, but she right. appears to be in end stage, um, cancer and it's, and mm, it's sorry. really, really, it's the, probably the, one of the hardest things, if not the hardest thing I've had to live through watching this kind of slow demise and, and, and her, she's got young daughters and, um, mm-hmm. they, and so So just, I just wanted you to know where I'm coming from. My heart is normally I can be kind of flippant about death because I've Nancy T and I take people to Teotihuacan every year with our friend Shez Libby. We talk about the angel of death. We bring people into preparing to die. Like it's a regular thing that I do. So I can be very, Mm -hmm. very humorous and cavalier about it. But at this moment, I don't feel so cavalier because it's so personal. And I'm so aware that the bubble I slash we live in Nancy T and you Sherry that where where it's where we see death in a very positive, beautiful way is not 
the way most people see it. And I'm Mm -hmm. dealing with a tribe of people and I'm truly in the, like I'm really bridging worlds because I'm connected to people that see this as the worst thing, the most painful thing. And they're railing against it. And I'm, I'm present to, like I've never been before, the amount of the enormous suffering that happens when there mm-hmm. is not a peaceful relationship. So it makes me all the more respectful of the work that you do. And um, just would love to, you know, I don't know, see what what is it like from your experience, having spent so many years definitively you know, what's it like on the other side? And what should these people who are resisting so much, what should they know about what's going to happen to our beloved gypsy whenever it is she makes her passing? Right. Before I, I'm going to definitely go into that more. Before I do that, though, let me say that, um, you know, I do work with people on a daily basis that are in incredible amount of grief for losing children, especially in um, others that they love. And one of the reasons that I decided to write the book was because, um, and I talk about this at the beginning of the book, is that um, I, my, um, my ex-husband, who we had really not been separated for very long, unexpectedly passed over. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of um, unresolved issues still between us we I I still was very much in love with him when he passed over and it Mm -hmm. it was really an addiction problem he had that caused Mm -hmm. the separation but the love was still there and there as in any addiction issue there was a lot of unresolved issues and problems and still you know it seemed when I think that's true for everybody that passes over I don't think that we're ever like okay we're done Um, there's always something there and I understand what you're and 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 part of the book is written really for people who need to continue to really work things through to keep that connection in a way that's furthering their you know resolutions of whether that's um, grief sadness guilt whatever that might be and to, to stay further connected with their loved one as, as they continue on their soul journey. Um, but to answer the question that you asked, um, when we die, when we pass over out of the physical body, one of the biggest consistent things that I've learned over many years of talking to people who have, been, who have transitioned and they're mm-hmm. on the other side is that death doesn't feel like death. We think of death as it's it's such a mysterious unknown that people go somewhere, but we don't know where. We don't know what they're experiencing. When we actually do our are in our transition, though, it actually feels like we are transitioning into a fuller life as opposed to no longer being or whatever uh, pain or suffering we've been through or are going through. Um, Initially, what happens is, and it varies a little bit for everybody, but to give a kind of a general sense of it, um, before your friend transitions, I don't know if this is happening yet, but it will, she'll begin to have a sense of loved ones on the other side 
she'll start to see them. She'll start to feel them. She'll start to get a sense that I'm not alone because mm-hmm. especially in a passing that um, is, is due to an illness, those on the other side that love us draw very close to us. And that can include pets too. It can mm-hmm. include sometimes people we don't know from the physical life, too. It could be relatives we had never met or others, but there's a familiarity. We know who they are. We can feel their love. So we never actually really pass alone. It, it seems like we are, but we go from our loved ones here to our loved ones on the other side. There's mm-hmm. no moment in that transition where we're out in space somewhere alone and scared that doesn't happen in fact we go into an incredible amount of light and um and and sometimes people will linger here a little bit with their loved ones from the other side with them um you know to kind of help their loved ones here to Mm -hmm. um get through that hardest part of the passing if your friend has children here it's mm-hmm. likely she will be very strong presence here still in their lives. Um, she may not, they may not always know it. A part of them will know it. Yeah. But their relationship will continue and she'll continue to guide them and love them in a very present, tangible, I say tangible, not in that they can see or feel her, but mm-hmm. tangible in the way of the everyday things they go through. She'll be there for them. I've never met a mother or father who has passed over, who hasn't been very involved in their children's lives still. They they tend to stay close to this realm much more so than others. Now, they're still in the light. They still are, um, you know, part of the beautiful light of all that is, the divine energy. It's not like they're stuck here or anything. It's just that because they have young children, mm-hmm. they're that energy centers still with family for them, but it's kind of they're living in, in, in a way in both worlds. But but again, I don't want to make it sound like they're, um, you know, not going over or some people have a fear of that. That's not what happens. So. Ah, so when people come to you for a reading and they say, I want to, I want to connect with grandpa so-and-so, mm-hmm. are you always right. able to pull that person over? Is that, is that, how it goes well, we've got a bunch of people lined up you know I not... actually <laughs> I actually don't want people to tell me um, who ah. they want to talk to oh, because what okay. I found is that normally what happens is that there's an agenda that the mm. other side has that I just have mm. to show up and listen to if I try to say okay this person but not that person it's like I can feel it. It's like, well, wait a minute. No, we're we're kind of in this configuration here where this is the way it's going to go. Um, and sometimes it'll be exactly who they want to talk to right away. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's someone that they didn't expect coming in. Right. Now, I'll go through whoever comes in. And then if someone says, oh, but I was really hoping to talk to, like you said, grandma, grandpa, then usually that will happen. I can they'll come in at that point. But at the very beginning, it's, they have an agenda of what's going to happen, and I basically just have to show up and listen to it. Okay. Aware. Well. Okay. That's I've what we're got. Doing. So Nancy, I know you've got you've got probably some people, or at least a person or two that you'd like to bring in, and we've got a full full dance card here. Lots of people calling in that 
um, on hold waiting to have probably some somebody come to them. Nancy, do you want to go first or do you want to save it for Well, what do you want to um, do? Maybe it'll be quick. I don't know. I, it, okay, I let, let's see. I, I'm not going to say who I want to hear from, I guess. <laughs> okay. No, go so, ahead. I mean, I didn't know we were going to do. No, that's fine. It, if it's on the radio like this, it's not a full reading. So it's probably oh, go ahead and tell me. And Okay. Well, I guess I, not, I would love yeah. to hear from my ex-husband, Cassie's dad or my own dad. Um, uh-huh. I, t- I tend to, when this happens, it tends to be my grandmother that comes through, but I wasn't super close with her. So I love that she visits and right. I love talking to her, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just always curious about those other ones. <laughs> no offense, granny, but right. Okay. Um, I, I take it your father had um, darker hair, did he? Shorter, darker hair? Uh, he had, still, well, it was gray when he, he definitely started out with dark hair. The short Dark right. hair well, would be my ex-husband. Through, right, exactly. Short, dark hair. Um, I, I, I feel like, well, a lot of times they will come in younger than, you know, they don't normally come in gray, fortunately. I'm teasing <laughs> just because I don't want to come in gray either. But um, that's who's coming in. Right, I'm they trying not to know. myself. <laughs> um, let, let me just see what he wants to say to you. He says that he's... Um, He's excited by some of the changes that you've been making in your life and have been for a while, he says. He says that um, he feels like you're doing a lot, like a lot of different things, um, you know, kind of interests in different areas. Mm-hmm. And he really likes that you've opened up like that, like you've really bloomed in that way, that you have interests and, you know, like all things just started to rush in at some point, you know, and you you kind of really met everything in this really positive way. Uh, what he's saying, though, is into the future, he's showing me that don't resist, the message is this, don't resist going into something, and it might be some intuitive work of your own in a deeper way, he mm. says. Like, don't feel like, oh, I don't, can't do that. Oh, maybe I don't know. Um, now, of course, everybody feels like that at first. But he says that um, you've got others beyond him, but him certainly, that are kind of encouraging you to focus more on that and and go through, like, don't let your expectations of how you should be doing this or um you know, if you're good or bad or whatever in it prevents you. It, there's really this encouragement to go deeper and deeper. And it does, to me, feel like it it has something to do with working with people more yourself. It could involve intuitive work or other types of spiritual work. Mm. Ooh, Nancy, okay. that's exciting. That is okay. exciting. That is. All right. So yeah. let me, because I know we only have a little bit of time with Sherry. I'm going to bring on, bring on Denise. Denise, come on, Hi. lay it out there. What you got? Uh, first of all, I want to tell Sherry, I just bought her book. I get it July 1st. I just Yay. bought it online. Oh, ago. Awesome. Her book is, by the way, I'm still with you. Communicate, heal and evolve with your loved one on the other side. That's by Sherry Dillard with two R's and um, an I and an E. Go ahead, Denise. I'm a, you know, she said not to say a person, but she said to go ahead. So I'm gonna go ahead and ask her <laughs> what my beloved, the love of my life, my father, what message he has okay. for me. 
I'm going to go there, but is your mother over? No. All right. It must be a grandmother then. I get such a motherly energy coming in for you. Grandmother? Um, I wasn't that good. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift to your father, but um, just know that you have a grandmother. You might not have known her or, or well at all or even known her because she wants you to know the message is she's been watching over you for a long time. And she says, she really likes your spirit, like your individuality, that you are your own person and you mm-hmm. say what's on your mind, you know, you put things <laughs> out there. And she mm-hmm. thinks that's great and she's like your big cheerleader, she wants you to know. Mm. Um, all right, let me see if we can get your father here. Please. Yeah, you two were close, weren't you? You know, part of the reason I got your... I think it's his grandmother earlier that your father's a little emotional, a little choked up, mm. um, just because he loves it's just love. Um, he takes your hand. He says you were his buddy. He says, um, mm-hmm. he says, you know, I'm never far from you. I hope you, I think you know that. He says, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that. Um, it's funny. Um, he says, sometimes you move a little too fast for me, but he's kind of joking about that. Like maybe before he went passed over, he was a little, I don't know, slower, I guess. Or um, He just kind of shows me him trailing behind you a little bit at times. But again, I, I feel like he's kind of joking about that because he shows me um, like just how kind and loving you are. And um, you have, do you have a son? No. Okay. Do no, you have a brother? Not yet. Yes, two of them. You have two brothers? Okay. I hear yes. son. I didn't know if it was yours. It's probably, I'm not going to probably go into that because I'm not sure which one he's talking about. Um, is, is there a brother who you're not, as, one you're close to and one is, that you're not as close to? Yeah, yeah. One is just more introverted. Well, it's not that I'm not close to him. He's just introverted. He don't want to be bothered most of the time. So I right, that's what I mean. But one you are mm-hmm. pretty close to, I think, yeah. right? It's, yeah. Right, because mm-hmm. it shows me one that you two get along well, like it's fun to be with, and then one that's maybe not as much. Anyway, okay. he says keep trying with the one that's not as close. He needs it more than you know. You're kind yeah. of open, outgoing spirit. Yeah. Um, he feels like that brother might at times get a little down, you know, or depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my and we're he... going to a quick break. I'm so sorry. Okay. So, so hang on and please stay with us, Sherry Dillard. We will take you for a few minutes on the, on the other side, literally no pun intended. So we're here on um, the doc, ask Dr. Dream show with Sherry Dillard, author of I'm still with you. We'll be right back in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. 
Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show. This is Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. So happy to be with you on Unity Online Radio. And we have a few minutes to talk to Sherry Dillard. But just to let you know, if you've missed any shows or you want to listen to again and again and again, the show's available wherever podcasts are found on Apple Play, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. So make sure you get that. And if you haven't yet gotten your copy of the Dream Goddess Empowerment Deck, make sure you do that. And Sherry Dillard's book is I'm Still With You. Communicate, heal, and evolve with your loved one on the other side. Okay, so Sherry, thank you so much for taking a few more minutes with us. I know we this is we, we've got so many things we might just have to have you back, but let's take another call here. We've got Leilani calling in from Boulder. Leilani, did you have a quick question for <laughs> Sherry Dillard? <laughs> I think she's excited about that. What's going on, Leilani? What's on your heart? I'm excited. I just was guided to call in today. It's my first time to your show, and, and I'm Thank so you. grateful. So happy uh, that you I, called in. What's your question? Yeah, I just have a tender heart. You know, we're in such an epic time in our country yeah. and around the world. I have had a lot of souls make their transition. My dad when I was two and um, mm. all my grandparents. And there's been a lot of people making their transition in my realm. I'm just open to a message that comes through with an open heart. Thank you. Wonderful. Sherry Dillard? Um, Okay. Well, let's see who comes in here. You know, I I believe this is your father coming in. Um, Let me see what he's wanting to say to you. You know, he, um, I, I, I imagine it was kind of surprising he passed over. He seems like he was actually full of energy, is how like, at least he is now. Um, you, are act, you are like him a bit, is what he says. He's, mm-hmm. and, and he laughs, he says that, I guess, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, he says, but he's kind of joking <laughs> okay. about that. Um, he says that you, um, you know, you're, you're kind of open-minded and you are able, you, you also have a really soft heart for others. Um, and he says to you that, um, oh, how would I say this? Um, he, make sure you take care of yourself with others, he says. Um Sometimes, and I'll tell you what he means by that. He he feels like sometimes you have a very tender heart, and you feel you're very much an empath. You know, um, yes. you really feel what others are feeling, and sometimes you feel more than what they're feeling. You feel their feelings, and they don't. And he says that don't just go on that though. That's a good thing. It's true but also make sure you see the character of the person too. Mm-hmm. Um, I ask him, is there a particular situation he's concerned about? He says that, um, well, he actually says that you have learned over the years to be more and more um, balanced in that way, you know, um, and that, no, I don't actually, I don't really, I'm not getting a particular situation as much as, 
just kind of feeling some of the pain that you have felt, especially when you were younger at times with people and not understanding maybe why people are the way they are or you, you know, kind of over, you know, just as, I guess, growing up, it's not really always been emotionally easy for you, you know. I'm not saying that in a way that you've had emotional issues. It's just more this kind of very tender, sensitive, loving heart you have. And he's been kind of with you, moving through that with you and very proud of you for the person you are now and your ability to really, um, you know, see people for who they are and be compassionate at the same time. Like, he, he's really congratulating you on the growth that you've had in that way. Um, and he does, he says, he tries to bring you lots of signs, and a lot of the times they'll come through with birds, he says. Like, you really, oh. like noticing birds. He hmm. That's one of the ways he sends you messages. How do I know what the message is? How do I know? Well, a lot of times we don't. One of the ways to know is to kind of um, see what's going on in your life, you know, see if if you're thinking about a certain situation or um, you've got, you know, some questions or concerns or things like that. I feel like it comes through as a sign of being with you and guiding you in other ways and trusting yourself is what he says. He says that if you trust yourself, um, you know, like really trust your gut, your sense of knowing and awareness, you'll all, you always come through, he says. It's kind of sometimes if you allow someone else's um, version of, you know, what you should be doing or shouldn't or what's right for you, that you can, you know, that's, don't do that. Like that's where you can get into trouble. It's, you know, you have a very pure part in that way and keep trusting as he says. And Sherry, I just want to throw this in there to, to Leilani. In your book, I'm Still With You, my hunch is that when in reading it, I feel like it, it was helping me feel more attuned to what's going on on the other side. So I recommend this to Leilani because you also talk about all the different ways that our loved ones communicate with us and then how to how to attune to them. It's kind of like the burden of of that is on us. It's about us raising our vibration so that we understand more readily what they are trying to communicate. And I think your book is really comprehensive in helping us to be able to do our part of the bridge. Does that make sense? Right. So um, I do like find dimes. Is that him or is it someone else? I find dimes, random places. You know, that feels to me like a, a grandfather coming in. Okay. Uh, I do, yeah, I do get a lot of signs, and I know about the other side. I'm a healer. and Can, mm. can he just please help my brother? My brother is very ill. He just had a five-hour surgery. He oh, has oh a new gosh. kidney. Wow. He has no big toes suffering immensely and very, very intense incarnation with health issues, living with our mother who has Mm. been a great teacher, I'll just say, in this incarnation. (laughs) That's a beautiful Mm -hmm. way of putting it. Yeah. Well, he's been with your brother all through the surgery, too. He's definitely... Yeah, and he says that your brother... Your brother has a strong will, he says. He says that you know, this 
what he's been through with this is going to make him even more determined in some ways. You're going to see some other changes in his life that is going to be positive for him and positive for his health. So he, 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 he's going to get through this, your father says. Absolutely. Wow. Thank yeah. you for calling in, Leilani. I Thank hope that's you. helpful. Blessings. Thank you. And um, Sherry, do you have a moment for one more caller before you have to take off? And, and... Yeah, sure. Oh, great. Uh -huh. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's see. Um, Sharon from Pennsylvania. Do you have a question for Sherry Dillard, author of I'm Still With You? Hi. Hi, Sherry. Hi. Hi, Hi Sharon. <laughs> I actually was calling about something else, but I just got a hit to put my husband on, whose father has just passed, and he's with me now, so his name is Chris. Mm, great. Chris. So uh, how, how long ago mm -hmm. did he pass over? Uh, February of this year. Okay, mm. so this is July, June. Just so you'll all know, just... Um, just general information that some of this is in the book is that um, sometimes it takes people up to a year after they've transitioned to come in. Um, mm -hmm. it, it just depends on the person. I, I certainly will do what I can do to bring him in, but just so you'll, everybody will know that if you don't feel loved one right away, it's not unusual. It usually takes a little bit of time for them to go through the life review to kind of um, depends on mm -hmm. how much healing they're needing to go through, um, different things. But just let me let me just see if we can get him. Just say his first name. That will help. Uh, his, his first name is Gaetano, G-A-E-T-A-N-O. Okay. Let's see mm. if he'll come in. Sometimes somebody else will bring him in, too, if he can't do it, if he's not ready. Mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. let's see. Yeah, he's coming in, I feel. He's um he was not real tall, your father, right? No, not tall, no. Okay. I just want to make sure I got the right guy here. Um All right, let me get him talking. I can feel him, let's see. Oh, well he he says the passing was easy for him, he says. Um doesn't yeah. it look that way. Yeah, it says it doesn't mean it looks that way, but he really wants you, everybody to know that that um, there might be some concerns or some I don't know. It might not have appeared to be an easy passing, but it was. He wants you to know. His okay. mother made that so he says, and he's he's with her. Um, I almost feel like he left the body, his spirit, before he even passed over. You know that? Well, huh. like, huh. not like a long time before, just like, right. I don't know, just, you know, quickly. He, uh, was, on, let me, he was not conscious for a long time. You know, he was just lying. Yeah, there. that makes sense. Yeah, because I kind of get that he wasn't really in the body at the time. He was mm -hmm. already above it with family and, half, you know, he was fine. Mm -hmm. Um and I think that's what he wants you to know is that it wasn't, if you're concerned that he maybe lingered and he was in between worlds and where was he and he, he was fine. He was kind of conscious, well, not conscious in our human way, but his spirit was above the body and kind of letting people say goodbye to him. And mm -hmm. he doesn't know why it happened that way yet, but he, he does want you all to know that he he wasn't suffering, he says. Um, um. All right, let me see if we can get a message for you. 
you know, he loves you. He is so proud of you. You know that? He is so proud of you. Tears come to his eyes. He says that, um, he says, I couldn't have asked for a better son than you, he says. And um, I know how much you try. I know how much you give to others. And he says, don't worry, don't worry. It's all like, don't worry about um, the fame. I don't know, you know, I don't know. It feels like there's some real grief still in the family with his passing. Is Mm -hmm. your mother still here? Yes, she is, yeah. Yeah, it might be connected to her. Um, he just wants you to know he'll he'll do everything he can to help the family through this, and that it's all okay. He says everything's okay. He says, um, like don't put too much on your shoulders for this. Like you know, just do what you can, and I'll still be I'll still be present to help everybody through. And yeah, he's he's in a, he's definitely um, at peace. I have to tell you, very much wow. so. Did he crack any jokes up there? He's pretty funny. Well, you know, a lot of usually they are pretty funny. Every other person I've talked to has been joking. I, I right now I get him very peaceful, solemn, and and he probably give him a little while and he'll be joking more. I again, he's a little bit new to spirit, so I, I mm. think he just wants to really get the message through about. Um, to you, I don't think he feels like he ever really said that to you, you know, and really mm-hmm. wanted you to hear that, that he's very proud of you. Um, mm-hmm. it, he seems like, you know, no, he doesn't, not times, for, no, no time for jokes right now. He wants you to get that message loud and clear. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Chris wow. and Sharon, I hope that's helpful. Your dad sounds like such a wonderful guy and my heart's yes. with you. Thank you for calling in. And Sharon, I hope you'll call back in next week with your question, or we have to say goodbye to Sherry and maybe you can hang on and we'll, we'll get your other questions. So hold on just a moment. So Sherry Dillard, thank you so much for joining us today. And we're going to have to have you back. I have a thousand other questions for you that we didn't get a chance. You're so wonderful. And even just, I want you to know just the sound of your voice. I could just, it feels like the wonderful bridge. It's like, it's almost like, it doesn't even matter what you say. I just feel comfort. I feel peaceful. Oh, well, that's not sweet. Thank you. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, you are wonderful. So you can find her on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all of that. Her book, Sherry Dillard's book is I'm Still With You. Communicate, heal, and evolve with your loved one on the other side. Run, don't walk, or you know, type into Amazon and get it right now. And Sherry Dillard, thank you again so much for joining us today on Ask Dr. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, so Miss Sharon, thank you for. All right, so did you have another question, a dream related question or anything? What's on your heart? Uh, It was uh, a question for Sherry. Sorry, can't help you with that. I'll channel her if need be. (laughs) Or Nancy will. Nancy, are you still there? So, yep, I uh, sure am. (laughs) Okay. So in the wake of all the Black Lives Matter yeah. um, going on and how as a white woman do I confront whatever my biases are and racism is, I have been looking at my dreams and looking inside and, and it's been very interesting Like because I feel like the dreams are show us our truth and what we really believe and think and 
I've had some dreams prior to the protests that were um, showing like black people in my dreams and like the way they show up. So I had this one dream that is really interesting. And Mm. I don't know, I thought I could call in and just talk about like, how does this, what does this mean about my own biases? Mm. Mm. Okay. Whatever it is, bring it. (laughs) Okay. So there's two different types of seems like black people that show up in my dream. Like okay. first a year ago, I had a very specific dream, like a uh, of a woman, and she was called the Harmony Mother, Ooh. and she was this beautiful black woman, like gorgeously spiritual and everything. And and she said to me that her job and their job as Harmony Mothers were to watch over all the children, emphasis on all. Mm. And I just love this woman, like, and I, I just like. <laughs> I really felt connected mm. to her spiritually. Mm. Now that was like a year ago. And okay. then more recently, like if past few months, I had this dream, the very opposite, oh. um, where I am, it's a long dream. I'll just say that like, I am in a therapist's office with my husband, like going through like marriage counseling mm. and we are, um, and, and there's all these interruptions and mm-hmm. so I'm about to tell the therapist something when a group, a family of three to four black people and a family barge in and take over the space. We mm. have to move. And I'm so upset um, because our flow is disrupted. Mm. And I try to tell them about it. And they said, we don't care. Or they're laughing. They're in a big space in a street with stores. Um, yeah. And I'm just so upset. And at the end of the dream, which is beautiful, I have this woman who I really look up to. She's like a coach, a business executive life coach. And she Mm. said to me, your dreams are getting closer to you all the time and calling you home. So it ended beautifully. Mm. But I just, when I, I love the dream, but when I look back and I think about the, like, and there was another dream, the same thing, you know, like, the black the black people in the dream were like, you know, mm. laughing at me. Like they don't believe me, trust me, they think um mm. um they're just in like they seem to be in my way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so wow. I'm calling in to talk about like this, what is that about my own bias? Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah, I don't know, Ooh. what are your thoughts? Or what, do you, what else do you want to know? <laughs> Sharon, first of all, I just love you for for your <laughs> honesty and for opening your heart. And I, th- I feel like this is such an important time to explore everything. Like, how are we ever going to heal? How are we ever going to grow if we can't talk about this stuff, if we can't shine some light on it and, and lay it out in the open? And it's there's so much taboo that I think that's why our growth is so slow. So being being bold and courageous to be able to talk about what's in the the blind spot is is how we grow quickly. And I think many people will mm-hmm. grow through you because my hunch about you is the not that you're, I don't get that you're um, a Ku Klux Klan member. I get that you're a compassionate, <laughs> loving soul that, that, that cares about all people. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm gonna make that assumption and just correct me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, but yeah, but my I mean, hunch I have a lot about of history you is- working with like black folk and you know growing up in a mixed area so I mean there's a lot more to it I think but yeah you know just this little snippet 
I'd be curious. Yeah. Well, I think, all right. So, I mean, on one level, I want to just say, you know, kind of the blanket Carl Jung perspective that everyone in our dream is us and mm -hmm. everyone from my perspective, if it were my dream in our lives, in our waking life is also us, those who we think are so wonderful and those who we say, oh, they're irritating. They're in my way. It's all us and it's like the color of the skin might simply represent that they if you're not already if you're not black then they're they represent other but it's an aspect that hasn't yet been embraced so so to me first of all the harmony mothers i just love her i've had a similar dream myself of this big beautiful black woman that had all these babies sitting all over her body and kind of like the storyteller mm. icon in the mm. native american tradition where there's just every human had a place on her lap and her on her breasts and around her and i and i often think about her when i think of my own higher self i think of myself with dark skin and i think of i i never called it the harmony mother but i i feel like oh this is this is like the black Madonna, like the the ultimate feminine mm -hmm. that represents all the colors at once. So I I just want to have her there as like a North Star of, of what I and maybe you aspire to in terms of a higher self that is embracing like that's the goal. And then short of that, here's where the work is left to do. And the work is in like in in a therapy session. That it's deliberately so whether it's in waking life or in a dream it's about deliberately wanting to shine a light on what's not working in order to heal so in some way to me if this were my dream i would think that i'm wanting to get a particular healing with regards to my masculine and my feminine the marriage within myself of of these opposites and yet and here's this unruly part of myself that is a group that is like disrespecting and so it makes me wonder, is there is there a part of myself, is there a part of you, Sharon, that is disrespectful of the process, disrespectful of the relationship, disrespectful, or just not like, oh, come on, this is stupid, I, or that's just mm. younger, that's just wilder, that's just un, unruly, untamed, and and that part isn't completely compliant and and on board with with the way things are rolling in the relationship or um, it's, it wants to act out. It's pissed off. It's, it's wants to, I don't know. You didn't say that they were looting, but I got the vision of looting happening because of the, um, you said there were stores and um, it was disruptive. So it makes me think about the disruptive part of myself that just, I mean, in my own relationship, I'm projecting myself here because I'm obviously, mm -hmm. I've been married almost 20 years and I'm, and I love my husband so much. And there's some part of me that's like, screw it. I'm out of here. Blech. I don't care. I don't want to do anything. It's all his fault anyway. <laughs> so I just yeah. wonder if there's some working out of that part that might not have anything to do with race, but we could still talk about the race aspect. So address that mm -hmm. part. How does that feel? Yeah, I could see that. It's definitely an unruly side to myself. And, and I, <laughs> I, and what I guess, like I considered some things around that. And at the same time, when the, the rioting and the protesting, the looting took place. And then I looked at that dream and I thought, oh my gosh, I, what, what is my bias there? Why did I pull in yes. black, a group of black people right. in that way? Right. So I think there's something, I mean, like even, I mean, I've been watching so many videos and learning and even there's um, a video out on the woman who started the, the blue eye, the, the eye color 
um, experiment in, in school. Are you familiar with her? I can't think of no. her name. Oh my mm-hmm. God. I posted it on my Facebook page a few days ago. She did a, oh my gosh, we only have a couple minutes. So I'll, I'll just say, go to my Facebook page, Kelly Sullivan okay. Walden. And it's now, I have a new Facebook page because my page got hacked by looters. <laughs> Kelly, it's now oh. Kelly Sullivan Walden dreams. Um, and so I, I posted it there. Anyway, it's about, about under, like really look at our deep prejudices that we don't even know that we have like most most let's say white people caucasians or or non-black people would say i'm i i love my brothers and sisters are you kidding and yet there's unconscious biases and this is what we're bringing up so that we can we cannot have them because it's erroneous to have them it's 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 where we're off so it's good to bring them up so my question to you because i believe every dream requires us to take some form of action or some do something in our waking life now that you know that there's maybe some part of you that that is uncovered that isn't completely like perfectly squeaky clean harmony mother what are you going to do about this part of you that has an unconscious bias about your black brothers and sisters that's a great question i think i oh i keep turning back to who do like, who do I know that I just can be friends with and be friendly with? Because the issue is so complicated. And so, like, for example, today I contacted a, a, a black woman who took care of my dad. Actually, I just talked to her today after a whole year. And she works in a nursing home and she's black and she lives in a, in a mixed neighborhood with a lot of racism. And I just called her to see how she was doing. Mm. <laughs> And wow. I felt okay, great. Wonderful. All right, so, uh, as like we're that. leaving, okay. the show is over. Her name <laughs> is Jane Elliott, and she's the one. So I recommend as part of your dream homework, check out her experiment, Jane Elliott. The, it's the blue eye experiment. So thank you, everyone, so much for calling. Thank you, Sharon, and thank you, Denise, and thank you so much to Sherry Dillard for being our guest today. And until we meet again next week, I'm Dr. Dream. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.